What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. I am here with my co-host, Heather C. So this is the George Mossy Show. So last night, we watched season two of Extreme Sisters, episode two. And we watched twins, Anna and Lucy's mom, gift them two doll babies. Because apparently, Anna and Lucy had given up on the idea of actually having kids because they needed to be done at the exact same time with the exact same man and go into labor at the exact same time. And the odds of that happening is really hard, but their mom, Jeannie, doesn't really feel like she's ready to give up the opportunity of having two more grandkids. So she gifted them these dolls. And at first they were a bit taken off by it, but they actually took to it really well. And this is kind of an experiment to see if they will be able to handle two babies at the same time. But I feel like they could. And I feel like this is only opening Pandora's box. They're now going to want two actual live living babies, right? Yes. Uh, these babies are actually really common for women. They're like called like reborns. They're basically used for uh, like a therapy type of thing for um, women that can't conceive or um, women that had recently just lost a child, they find it very calming for them to like hold a baby and stuff. And obviously for safety precautions, it's easier when the baby isn't real. <laughs> um, so this was a really cool idea that their mom came up with because it's kind of like the best of both worlds. The, the babies that she got them are spot on. They look very realistic. So they give them this whole like kind of like reality check of how it would be if they had their own children, which I think that women have that natural born instinct where they just kind of know what to do. I mean, even like when people are younger and they babysit for a living, kids know what to do. Like, like girls, they just have that, that instinct in them where they're like, okay, I'm in charge. I need to make sure that, you know, the kid is fed, you know, this, that, and the other. I just think that it's it's in us to just know. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of hard because it's like, this is plastic. This is, you know, a doll versus because we saw, you know, their boyfriend kind of like making them play fight each other. And you're like, oh, dear Lord, if that was a real baby, <laughs> would he be having them wrestle each other? But no, obviously, if that was a real human being, you wouldn't treat babies like that. I'm glad that this will probably kind of like pacify them until they can figure out what they want to do. But it wasn't a bad idea, in my opinion. I think it's going to give them a reason to want a baby more. And I think this is also going to open up the idea that everything might not always be exactly the same. Because like yeah. one baby might be crying and the other baby might be sleeping. And I think that Anna and Lucy are going to see the differences. And then maybe they'll have the option to open up a little bit and say, oh, okay, it's not bad if my sister is pregnant and I'm not. Or it's not bad if I'm pregnant and my sister isn't. Or if we're pregnant at different times. Because with two different babies, there's always going to be issues between what's going on with one baby and what's going on with the other. But the best part about it is there's two moms. So there's always going to be two people helping. So even if they only have one baby to start and then later down the line, they have two, they're always going to be able to do that together. Cause I know the, the real goal is everything needs to be done together with each other at the same time doing the same things. And I feel like even if they're the mom to one baby, they're going to be the mom, the best possible mom to that baby. What baby wouldn't have the best life with two moms? You know, like that's that's everything a baby would need. 
I think they need to more so find the root of why everything has to be the same. I mean, it's almost like if everything has to be identical and they feel like if it's not, it's almost like they don't feel completed or that there's like some type of loss. And it kind of makes you wonder like, where did that all stem from to the fact where they couldn't be two separate individual people? Because they're not one person. I mean, obviously they share the same bloodline. They look identical, but they're in the end, they're Anna and Lucy. They're two different people. So they can have two different opinions. They can have a moment. Like we've seen the one where um, one of them was very upset and they were crying. Well, the other one wasn't crying. She didn't make herself cry. She just like, you know, consoled her sister and, you know, it's okay. So they, they do do things separately. So now that, you know, that they're women and they're older and they want to, you know, introduce motherhood into their lives, they really need to try to find the root of where this is all stemming from, where they can't break free and be like, hey, it's okay if you're Anna one day and I'm, you know, Lucy, it's okay. We, we, we are not going to be incomplete or I won't love you any less if we're two different people. So I don't know. Maybe that's also something they can kind of explore. So I want to talk about Christina and Jess. Now, you guys know them from last season. We love them. Well, they were dropping atomic bombs on us last night. So we find out that there is a period of time of three months where Christina and Jess were not speaking. And Christina had Jess blocked on all social media. You know, they live on the same street and they were not communicating and there was no relationship. And I was insanely shocked by this because they're not just sisters or not just twins. They're psychically connected. They can feel things that the other person feels. So the idea that Christina and Jess aren't talking and to the point where Christina married John and did not invite her to the wedding and then called her as a backup just in case someone didn't show up. This isn't the relationship that I'm used to with them. I'm used to them being so close that they were literally naked in the woods together. You know, like I'm I'm so confused at how this even took place. And the fact that Jess felt nauseous and had to call Christina and ask her if she was pregnant, I'm mind blown because I thought that they were probably the two closest sisters outside of Anna and Lucy on this show. So the idea that their relationship got to the point where they didn't even want to communicate with each other, I think is completely insane. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with with John, unfortunately, you know, and them not seeing eye to eye in the relationship. Um, Christina and Jess were always, you know, one of my favorites on the show. And, um, you know, whether people believe in psychic power or ability or not, I would just only speak for myself. There are some things that we, both me and you, have been told by them that have been true. So it's like the power that they have is incredible. And, you know, like I said, a lot of people, they believe it, they don't believe it. I'm here to tell you firsthand, they know what they're talking about. And, you know, they saw a lot of these signs coming, you know, with the last season, you know, um, Jess was talking a lot about how, you know, she saw these things come in. But the thing is, do you remember they were saying that they saw like another woman in the in the future? They thought maybe that um, he was going to cheat. I wonder if she is going to have a daughter. And that was the other woman that she saw. Oh, wow. 
I know. I'm like so blown away by it too. But you know, they're you know, I'm just glad that they put their differences aside when they found out that Christina was pregnant, and they're back to being their crazy, insane <laughs> sisters again in the bathtub. You know, there's just something about them where I feel like they're stronger together than they are separate. Jess and Christina put their problems aside but Jess and John have not the awkwardness between them is almost unimaginable the idea of trying to watch them interact because Jessica is basically pretending that everything is okay because she is back in with her sister as her best friend as that person that they share almost the same life bond with so she's willing to put up with any type of behavior or issue from John because she knows that her relationship with Christina is more important than going back to where that they were before. So I think in order for this family to work, they're going to have to fix these differences because even Christina said it. She said, I feel like they're not asking me if I'm okay. They're not worried about how their behavior is affecting me. And she's the pregnant one here. She's the one going through different emotions and hormones and and feelings. And instead of them being understanding and catering to what she's going through it's almost like this silent awkward tension between them and they're they're making statements toward each other and john said that jess is not welcomed at the ultrasound now let's keep in mind that christina has two additional children right before john ever came about and jess was at the ultrasound she was at the birth she was at every aspect of her sister's children's lives so how do you feel about the fact that John doesn't believe Christina has a place at the birth. She doesn't have a place at the ultrasound. And this is John and Christina's thing. Like, how do you feel about that? Because I feel like the way that they are and the way that they raise their kids and the way that they did things together, I do feel like John doesn't have the right to tell Jessica she's not a part of that anymore. See, this is the problem where I think he wants to come into the relationship and kind of like take over. But here's the case scenario is that you can't come in and break a bond that was already there. Like Jess said, I'm her sister. I'm her blood. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going anywhere. And I think that he's going to have to just learn to deal with the fact that they're a package deal. If you want one, the other one is not that far behind. And if you can't accept that, then it's going to be hard to be in the family because you can't keep people away. It's not fair because he never considered um, how Christina feels. Like Jess said, she wants me there. I know she does. She probably does. She probably but wants to share that with everybody. Did you notice that Christina never said she did or didn't? That kind of bothered me because Jessica was like, well, Christina does want me there. She would want me to be a part of this birth. And Christina said nothing as though her and John's unity or as a marriage together is superseding her sister. And do you feel like Christina does feel that way, but is afraid to speak up? Or do you feel like Christina is growing apart from Jessica? Because I didn't see Christina saying, you know what? I do want my sister there. We are close. This is something that we've always done together. But I didn't get that from her. Honestly, I think that maybe she's just scared of rattling things. Like that far along in her pregnancy, I'm sure she doesn't want to cause a fight again. 
you know, with either John or Jess, you know, they already lost three months where they didn't talk. She's probably afraid that if she speaks up, then he'll say, okay, fine, I'm done. You know, you picked your sister. And then if not, then, you know, I think it's like a non, um, a non-winning situation where sometimes the best things that are said are the things that aren't said. (laughs) So maybe she just doesn't know what to do. Like I'm pregnant and I have enough to worry about, and this is just all added stress. So I don't think that she cares about her sister or anything anymore or any less just because she didn't speak up. I just think that she's probably just tired of all of it and she feels like she can't win either way. So picking a side would complicate things. Do you feel like that? You feel like if she picks Jessica's side, it would complicate things with her husband. If she picks her husband's side, it would complicate things with Jessica. So she just doesn't say anything at all. And I, I mean, I guess that is a good way to handle the conflict because technically the conflict doesn't involve her. It involves two people outside of her. And like she said in the show, she needs them to work out their differences and work out their issues so they can be a family. It's not her responsibility to make sure that her husband and her sister get along. So I kind of understand where Christine is coming from because she's not a therapist. It's not up to her to make two people who clearly strongly dislike each other to like each other. So I get where she's coming from because she's like, if you two want to be in our child's life, if you want to be an aunt and you want to be the dad and you want us all to live together in harmony, you guys have to figure out where these issues are coming from. And you guys have to make this work. It's not my responsibility to fix the issues between the two of you. Exactly. And I think that, like I said before, it's basically that she's just scared that she's going to cause some type of rift between the two of them when they need to be the ones to kind of like mend and you like you could be cordial you don't have to be best friends but you could be cordial so i think that that's the part where they need to be working on because i i don't think that they're ever going to fully see eye to eye with each other but they need to at least learn how to coexist around each other because now there's going to be a baby in the mix clearly we see john isn't going anywhere and we know for sure Jess isn't going anywhere. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for part one. We're going to come back with part two and talk about a surrogate mother situation that seems to exploded into a crazy almost breakup. And then we're going to talk about an engagement ring shopping process that kind of went into the $30,000 mark. All right, guys, I'm George Mossy. This is my co-host, Heather C. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy and at georgemossy.com or anywhere you get your podcast. We'll talk to all of you guys really soon.